Hey everyone, it's Linda Griffin here of Expert Author 411, and I'm starting this podcast to help other people do like me and publish a authority book. I thought I would start out my first episode of the podcast by giving you a bit about my origin and how I got started as an author. I've always considered myself a techie from the days at Auburn University when I was a math major and all during my corporate career at IBM. Because when you're a computer programmer, the fewer instructions you use, the better. Now, I did move along into management and marketing later on, but in my head, I always thought of myself as a bits and bytes person. Now, I do love books and I've loved books all my life. I'm a lifelong reader. And early on, I discovered the Nancy Drew mystery books. The problem solver in me became fascinated with trying to figure out who done it in every book. And I read a lot of books for business along with my job. Then when I left my corporate career and started my marketing company, Grassroots Marketing, I had to learn how to write sales copy. So I did learn how to write emails and blog posts, but those things usually consisted of a few paragraphs or a couple of pages. They weren't anything near book format. In the fall of 2011, I started thinking about where I wanted to take my business in the upcoming year in 2012. I've traveled a lot both in the US and in Europe, and I thought the bed and breakfast industry would be a good marketing segment for me to move into. I felt an affinity with innkeepers because most of them come from another business before they start their innkeeping business. They usually come from a corporate job or from a teaching job or a consulting job. It's not the first thing that they do. It's their second thing, their reinvention of themselves. And one of the things that I found out as I did research on the industry is that they struggle to keep their properties filled in the off season. It's either feast or famine. In the summertime, they're 100% booked, but in the wintertime, they may be 10% booked or no percent booked. And I knew I could take the marketing strategies that I had learned in corporate and I had modified them to fit for small businesses. And I knew I could help the B&B industry as well. The problem is, is that I had no clients in the bed and breakfast industry. And one of the things that people look for when they're hiring a consultant is what type of experience do you have in my industry? So I decided to write a book specifically geared towards innkeepers. And I wanted to launch it at the upcoming international innkeeping conference because everybody who was anybody in the innkeeping conference was going to be there. The problem is that that conference was literally 90 days away from the time that I had this aha moment. But I was determined to get this book finished in time for the conference because I felt like I could hit the ground running and be perceived as a credible and trustworthy partner for the innkeepers that were there. And given the time frame that I had to work with, I knew I would have to self-publish because there was no way I could acquire an agent, get a book contract, get the book published in such a short period of time because traditional publishing takes 18 months to two years. And that is after you get the book contract. I proceeded to 
immerse myself in web research on self-publishing. I found a ton of information on how to write and publish a book, but a lot of it was confusing. I did find some training programs, but most of the training programs were geared towards fiction writing. And my book was going to be nonfiction business related. The programs I found that promised to show you how to write a book quickly really weren't up to the standard that I wanted to achieve. I mean, some of them even said, hey, just gather a bunch of blog posts together, put a cover on them and call the book. Well, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a really high quality, professional looking book that was going to increase my credibility in the industry. And I didn't want it to look like it was amateurish that I had cobbled together in my basement. And, and I wanted to write a book that solved a big problem for the innkeepers and that would lead to lead generation for my consulting services. So I put together a plan and I started writing, but I quickly realized how hard this undertaking was going to be. You know, up until this point, I had only written a few hundred words at any given time. And now I was going to have to write 40,000 words to have a viable first draft. Anyway, I kept plugging away at it and I kept writing and I, I knew what I wanted to say. And after several weeks of writing, I completed the first draft and I printed it out and I started to read it. And that's when I almost gave up because my first draft was horrible. I knew what I wanted to teach in the book, but the way that I had it written, it just didn't flow properly. The way I had conceived it in my head. It didn't translate to that on paper. There were entire sections of information that I felt were missing, things that I should have told them in a step-by-step -step process and didn't. And a lot of the sections that I had written needed to be rewritten because they just were not good. So I sat at my desk and I almost came to tears because I had already sent in the money to reserve booth space and a hotel room at the conference. I had purchased a non-refundable airplane ticket. If I didn't get to that conference, I was going to be out a lot of money with no corresponding revenue to make up for it. And to make matters worse, I was co-chairing a major event for a nonprofit that I volunteer with, and it required a significant commitment in time. So I just stared out the window of my home office wondering how in the world I was going to get everything on my plate done. Even my dog came and sat beside me because he could sense that something was wrong. After having a pity party for a while, I decided to get back to writing because I, once I commit to something, I am determined. If I fail, it's not going to be because I give up. So I was going to get that book published or go down in flames trying. I created a new plan. I, I backtracked from the date that the books had to be shipped to the conference and laid out all the tasks that needed to com be completed between the, the point where I was and the time that the books needed to be shipped. And I devoted all of my spare time to getting that second draft written and getting it in shape such that it could go to an editor for editing. And everything else was put on hold. 
all of my spare time was spent on that. My life became a juggling act, right? I was still working with the nonprofit event, so I had calls about that coming in, and I had tasks that I had to do to get the book done. Uh, I was even taking calls from the printer in the midst of the event planning project that I was working on. And I carried the final proof of the book with me on the Metro to review while I headed to the convention center for the meeting. So the book Maximum Occupancy was published in time for the conference and it launched two rave reviews from the innkeepers. Holding that book in my hands, I realized I had changed from someone who thought of themselves as a techie into a person who was a published author. And it was a wonderful feeling. My, my superpower is taking a complicated process and creating a step-by-step -step that simplifies it and makes the process accessible and achievable by others. That was the genesis of my author fast track program. My program takes the complicated process of self-publishing and turns it into a proven step-by-step -step process that anyone can follow to produce a high-quality nonfiction book that teaches or inspires. And I know it works because I did it myself. And I've taken other private clients through that process as well. So I've refined it and now I know that it can work for anyone. So now I take subject matter experts and I show them how to quickly write, publish and market a book that they can be proud to claim as an author, one that will set them apart from competition and increase their professional reputation. As I refined my process, I knew that there would be some people who wouldn't be able to or wouldn't want to do private consulting with me. And because of that, I published my second book, which is called Booksmart. And that book is to help people who want to get an overview of the entire self-publishing process and want to do most of the work themselves. So. That book, which is the 90-day guide to writing and self-publishing for busy entrepreneurs, business owners, and corporate professionals, helps them write a book that solves a specific problem for their target market. And it's the easiest type of book for an expert to write based on their knowledge. First and foremost, I'm a relationship builder and a lifelong learner, and my greatest satisfaction comes from working with others to help them achieve their goals. So there were quite a few opportunities that arose for me as a result of being a published author. I was uh, invited to do keynote speeches at the annual meeting of the Pennsylvania and the Kentucky Bed and Breakfast Association. I was invited to do a webinar for the Professional Association of Innkeepers and the Virginia Bed and Breakfast Association. And I was able to host a business building conference specifically targeted for innkeepers based on the my position as an authority with that book. And the book was included in the new innkeeper package for the Wisconsin Bed and Breakfast Association. So that book opened a lot of doors for me and that's what I wanna do for my clients. I wanna help them write a book that will open doors for them that will be a high level lead generation opportunity for them that will get them clients and customers. So I hope you have enjoyed this little 
origin story of mine, and I will be sharing lots of other information in upcoming episodes of the podcast. I hope to talk to you soon. Bye.